Welcome to Harry Reid and Lucy Phelps from Witness for the Prosecution. Now, as always, I'm, I'm going to go off mic while I do this, but as always, for my podcast guests, Ooh, what's that? we have cakes. Oh. Cakes? And mini. I haven't had from breakfast. Crum, from crumbs and doilies. You're going to like these. Is this a good You can't place? have all of them. There are six. Oh, wow. But you can have a couple of so them. Thank you so much. Either, these are mini. mini. Malteser, mm. they're very special. Malteser ones or Rolos. Oh, wow. <laughs> right Thank now, you. Harry Reid and Lucy Phelps, Hello. you are in witness for the prosecution, which I saw last week yes. and absolutely loved it. What a brilliant piece of theatre that was! Great. Thank you. Um, now, is that County Hall? Yes. I could say I could tell you all about the play, but you're in it, so yep. I think you should tell <laughs> you tell us about Go the on, play. Luz. Do you want me to kick off? Go on, kick off. Uh, well, it's an Agatha Christie courtroom drama. Uh, and without giving too much away, because as we know, it's uh, a bit of a, a full of lots of plot twists and, uh, and, and whatnot, as is, uh, as is want of an Agatha Christie. Uh, the play is about a young man called Leonard Vole, who is accused um, of, uh, of a murder um, um, with the motive of potentially wanting to inherit uh, the, the, the lady's money. So we meet Leonard at the start of the play in the solicitor's office and then follow his trial right to its conclusion, whatever that may be. Mm. Yeah, so now, Harry, you are Leonard. I am Leonard. This is quite a difficult interview to conduct because I don't want to give away. <laughs> yes, it is. I've it's noticed quite, that. From, it, you talk it, about it and you're like... It's quite tricky, isn't it? Yeah. What would you like me to say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you see, mm. all I, ca I can say this, that at the end yeah. of the play, mm. my little group who I was with, we all turned to each other and said, oh... Didn't see that coming. Well, that's good. That's good. High five. That's, that, that's, that's what we said. And I, but it's very difficult to say more than that. I, it, yeah. yeah. Now, it's set in the 1950s. Yeah. Yes. But it doesn't, I mean, it's still, it's just so clever because Agatha Christie is really clever. She's and very clever. And so it, you'd think, oh, that'll be rather dated. We'll all get that with modern technology nowadays. Yes. These things don't, don't, don't wash anymore. But actually, it does. You don't think, oh, why weren't there mobile phones and all of that? No. It just works doesn't I, I, it we're in county hall yeah. so we're sitting as an audience we've got these big leather seats which was the council yeah. chamber of county hall much and comfier than other theatres it's very say. comfy <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and you get a desk that flips out at you if you should you wish to take notes yeah, exactly. um, and an inkwell and things yeah. <laughs> and there is a jury and then you are in the middle it's almost yeah. in the round almost yes, piece. Like um, yeah. and, and we're very close to you and I wanted to know can you hear us whispering like oh I don't think he did or yeah. did he well, can you can I you can. hear that? I can. can You're you? on stage at I'm, the time, I'm, Yeah, I mean, yes. once the trial... I mean, there's photos on, online, so I'm not really giving anything away, but once the trial starts, I'm sat in the middle of the stage throughout the whole thing, and obviously I'm witnessing that the testimonies go on, and because I am very close to the audience, I do get... Lots of little... Sometimes they try and feed me little things. Mm. It's, it's okay, Leonard. No, <laughs> yeah, especially on the matinee days when we that. get some old... Yeah, um, there was one time there was a, a little old deer sat opposite me and as I... I started to cry. Um, the guy who plays the warder could hear her going, "Oh, Leonard, oh, Aww. darling, it's okay, it's okay." Pass because your tissue. It, well, I was waiting for it, um, <laughs> but we are very close to the audience, yeah. so we have that relationship with them, which is nice. Yeah, I think because of the staging, the audience is, is really thrust into the action. They're sort of surrounded by mm. the sights, smells, and sounds of 1950s England, and are really sort of, as we've said before, sort of have jumped into their television box and are sort of thrust into the world of the 1950s. So I'm constantly 
hearing comments, but what's the great thing about it all taking place in the courtroom and within the framework of a court courtroom drama um, is that we can look at people. I mean, if people are talking, I, I look directly at them because I, yeah. we're saying once you're in the courtroom, we, we know you're there. Yeah, no, my partner yeah. tried to speak to her. I said, no, shh. Yeah. <laughs> I said, d d d Myers will mm. give you the eye uh, yeah. if you talk d out. He's, yeah. he's done it several no, times. No, quite right, d quite Frank's, right. Yeah. Frank's he's, is. Yes, yeah, yes, he, yes. Uh, he's very brilliant as Myers. But yeah. um, people are not just whispering there. There's some very vocal responses as well. That's, that's sort of mm. one of the sort of... Um, you know, r reveals or developments of the plot. I, uh, this woman sort of went, oh! And me yeah. and Richard clearly had to sort of keep it together. To sort of <laughs> well, it must be quite hard not to laugh when that happens. But it also thrilling to know that, yes, we, I've done, you know, we've done our job. Because that's, that's the job, really. Were you surprised when you first read... Did you, were you familiar with the play before? Because there has been a television adaptation, hasn't there? There's been but, three, yeah. yeah so did you time. know it or did you just read it and go, ooh... Didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I, I, I read the, the... I mean, there's been lots of adaptions and, and seemingly the ending has changed on several different yes. things. So, I mean, for anyone who does want to watch the BBC, you're welcome to because it won't actually ruin anything, which is nice. Um, but, no, I didn't. It was a complete surprise and um, I wasn't too clued up on, on Agatha's writing, um, but it seems like twists and, and plot twists are a thing. So, um, but, yeah, it's, very, it's an exciting thing. Um, so, Harry, you, yes. you, I suppose, best known for playing Ben Mitchell in EastEnders, son of Phil yes. Mitchell. Yes. And, and your character was, I, I, did, I do watch EastEnders. Oh, do you? Not all the time. Sometimes. That's right. I did know You're that busy, you... You're busy, aren't you? That's that, why. I invited you to watch it all the time. Girl. It's actually on record. You've got so, about 13 that's, years that's, of recording to watch. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but you played a gay character, didn't you? Yes. And, but he was... He, was gay. Yes. And um, what sort of feedback did you get from the gay community? Was that a positive? Very good. Thing? Yeah, very good feedback. There's a that's a, a question that I was asked obviously a lot, um, especially when I first joined. Um, <clears throat> but the the response was always very good. Um, I've said several times that I'm proud to be um, a, a representative of the LGBT community in that role. Um, and uh, a lot of the time the fan mail that I received was the most obvious reward for the work I was doing. There was plenty of uh, boys and girls as well that um, wrote into me and said um, about how the character had helped their um, problems with coming out, about dealing with families, because that, that's the main thing with Ben, which makes him so accessible for people out there in the real world, that he has this um, uh, this blockage between him and his dad. You know, mm -hmm. his dad is the big tough man of the square and he doesn't want his son to be gay, but his son is gay. And so that was always the, the battle that was that was faced with any standards and with Ben and Phil. And that was what helped a lot of the audience to, to reach out to me and say, thank you. Um, I remember the first one I got and he said about... Um, um, he said about he'd had the, the struggle relationship with his dad. Um, and in fact, a director I worked with as well also had the same thing and even said that this sort of storyline helps him so it was a real <laughs> heartwarming thing to have you know and and it was i yeah i was i was very proud to play that role yeah. when you think of the millions of people who watch that exactly and 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 see their own story being depicted it's so important it's yeah it so, is important it is, and it's it's, it's, a, it's a sad subject that it's that it's um the people struggle with it but I understand, I understand, you know, that, that struggle. Mm. And I, I've compared it before in previous interviews with me first deciding I wanted to be an actor. My dad um, is a bit old school. He's, he, he's worked in a 
building company for for years and at first was very put off by that but actually um once he saw me on stage you know he was the proud dad and gave me a hug and a kiss you know so so yeah so it's i I compared it to that but it is a very very important storyline as well for the for the the world if i'm honest now lucy you play leonard bell's partner yes I can't say more. <laughs> Significant see, it's, other. It's, yeah, sign- see, it's difficult. Now, you, she's German yes. in the play. You have got a double first in French and Spanish from Exeter University, haven't you? Uh, yes, oh, so, Yes, you do. <laughs> do you I not know that? Well, she kept that quiet. <laughs> Did you not know she's that, She's very Harry? good at accents, and now this well, is all starting to When I saw that, reveal. I thought, you see, that's why she found that German thing English. In fact, she could have delivered the whole well, performance it all in comes French out or now, Spanish. But um, so, <laughs> so, so there you go. Then you went to Lambda yes. after after university, and yeah. then you did, did have to say, "What did your parents make of that?" Did they, oh, look, you would all oh, that. She's so bright, and now all she's doing <laughs> is kicking her, doing the, treading the boards. No, completely the opposite. I think I don't. Oh. I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't think I'd still be doing it with my mum and dad. Every time you sort of, you know, when you have your ups and downs in the acting world, they're all they go, "Please come on, we still want to see you on Casualty, please." Oh, bless so them. no, my mum and dad have been so supportive. Um, we're very lucky in in that sense, and um, I think they kind of sort of want to be my agent in that sense. I mean, they know nothing about the theatre world, but every time I'm sort of speak to them, they ring me up and say, "I know, I see on the Radio Times they're doing this. Why don't you try and get a part in that?" And I, well, yes, I'll give Richard Curtis a call next week. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much. Well, you have done a lot of work with the RSC. Yes, done a lot of classical yeah. work, and then. In the middle of your CV is Viva Forever. Yes. Yeah, tell, yes, how, yes, did, yes. how did that happen? <laughs> um, well, gosh, um, I've always wanted to just to do as much, you know, I've always wanted just to keep working and I've had, you know, um, always wanted to sort of have a wide palette as much, you know, as much as possible. I think when you first come out um, of drama school, you sort of kind of want to do everything. Um, and, um, I, you know, I do sing and I, I do dance and um, it just, I don't even really know how it happened. I had an absolutely fabulous year, you know, it was shame the production didn't uh, have a longer life but we all had a great time on it and gosh if you told me when I was seven that I'd get to meet the Spice Girls one day I think I went to the first night of that and the party what a party that was like, wasn't was. that phenomenal but I remember missed, the party I missed all the food oh yeah no, <laughs> on every table they had you, you may not remember they had chocolate slippers but I missed all the food. It was Why? So, Where were you? Well, we, we we were a bit late coming out of the theatre and a bit slow. And then I was trying to find my sister. I bought my sister as my guest and then trying to find my agent. And the next thing I know, the, everyone had eaten all the food. The next thing I know, I'd had a little bit too much Prosecco and had to sort of make my way home. But I did have a Chinese on, uh, <laughs> a takeaway Chinese on the we way home. We all went on the bus, I remember, from the yes. theatre to the yes. fair venue. Yeah. And then and the main room, the, when we first went in, there was a lovely bar. And then, But that wasn't the room. The room was the next room where all the food, which you missed. Yeah, that's um, right. So you, now you've done Call the Midwife and Silent Witness and all yeah. of that. And, and Harry, you've mainly done yes. television. So, well, is what's your preference? Live audience or, or telly? Ooh, I think what my what I'm comfortable with today has been sort of I love I love the live experience. Um, however, I'd, I mean I'd love to do more telling, uh, hearing all of Harry's stories. <laughs> well, <laughs> good stories then. Yeah, I, I think it's very they're very different. They're very they're so different. I mean, um, there are plenty of different buzzes that you get from either. I think the buzz within TV acting is very. Um, internal if you like um you know you you can produce a really nice piece of work and it be recorded 
and you come away feeling really good about it, you know, and or, or not. So, but whereas on on stage, the the buzz that you get is from that jeer, you know, at the end or cheer or whatever or it boo. may be, the boo, <laughs> anything, anything though, you know, you love a boo. Like obviously, <laughs> where I'm playing the accused, I get you know, and I, my testimony, I'm having to sell it to the jury several times. Now, bearing in mind, in a jury, you're, you're asked to be emotionless. You're meant to just sit there, very plain face. There's people sat there going, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like, and it's mm-hmm. like, you know. Now, I've heard, because the jury in, in the production, they, they do deliver a verdict. Yes. I'm going to say what that is. But they also, which, which is scripted, so they, we, otherwise the play would all go, yeah. <laughs> go, go all a bit wonky. All right. but, um, <laughs> but apparently they write down what they actually think on pieces yes. of paper and you collect them. Yes, so yeah, what we did is um, we installed, Lucy installed this idea. Lucy um, Bailey, the director. Yes, sorry, yes, the director. Um, And the stenographer tells them that they are going to write a verdict down. We collect them in at the end and then they get left in my little dressing room and what I've created (laughs) is a wall of uh, justice justice slash injustice, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Um, And basically I've stuck them because we've got these like... Where we're not in a, a proper theatre, we've we've got um, makeshift like dressing rooms, um, and so we've decorated the the wooden walls, if you like. You know, the girls are very creative with their nice, you know, colourings and stuff. And, and I've just stuck <laughs> bits of paper on it, but I'm creating this masterpiece. And Richard, who plays the uh, defence, um, has suggested I send it into the Tate to see what yeah. they say. I've taken photos of it as a progress. Tracy, I'm going to eat your heart out. Put it together. Yes. I'm telling you, if I can make a mint out of it, I'll be laughing. So. Yeah. Do, do people write comments or do they just write? Well, interestingly, we it's get theory, the odd it? little thing. So there was one um, which was quite quite interesting. Um, she, she or he had said not guilty and on the other side drawn a picture of Miss French being killed and do and loads of little bits. She, yeah, they draw. You can come and have a look at it. There's a pool That's a bit of blood with that a coffin. This is what my thing show, was. Was she <laughs> watching the show or did she do it in the interval? Let's pretend she did it in the <laughs> interval. But there's been lots of funny little. What somebody wrote. Um, that was probably not, in your testimony. Not yeah, mine. some cheers. <laughs> <laughs> somebody from uh, somebody wrote not guilty hashtag team Mitchell. Oh. Which was obviously a reference, oh, yeah, to, reference to my predecessors. Yeah, so so that was interesting. But and when you yeah. so you left when you left EastEnders, you said it, it was a bit of a surprise. You didn't know that you were going to, but you must yeah. see that as a positive now because of what's happening. Yeah. With, I saw with it as this a positive now. before. You know, yeah. I, I never, I never was, I never had a problem. Obviously, it, it was a shock, mm-hmm. and I said I admitted that. Um, you know, because it was. I, I didn't go into John York's office thinking I've got the sack because that's technically what it is. Mm-hmm. Not that we like to say it like that. <laughs> it's a moving on, <laughs> but. Um, but uh, it was a shock, but I was always excited. I never wanted to stay there for my whole life. I mm. always wanted to play other parts. Um, I particularly wanted to do some theatre, and here I am. So I'm very, very happy. And yeah, it's done nothing but, it's been nothing but good news for me mm. since. So. Well, not that I know anything about these sorts of things, but I think if you manage to, to get out before you are completely seen only as that character, and at your age, you've managed to do that. Oh, thank you. Have that success, get out, and then blossom yeah as an actor and it's always fields, open it's it, just really yeah it's really exciting and it's open as well i, I always yeah. said if i'd have been killed off i would have been harder to take because he was a big part of my life for three and a half years 
So, hey, but people can be killed off and still come back. I mean, oh yeah, that is true. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So what am I bothered out. about? No, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what happens. Harold Bishop and neighbours. Exactly. It? Yeah. You just keep coming back. Keep coming back. Um, well, now, Lucy, you play. Now, your character yes. in this is she's really strong. She's yeah, a she's feisty. A I don't want to use the word feisty no, woman I because I think that's. Um, but you. You are used to playing powerful women in, in the men's world, really. Yeah. And you do that again. Do you think the theatre with the old oh, Me Too and everything, yeah. uh, have you seen any change? I mean, you're very young. You've only been in the profession a few years. But yeah. are you aware of those issues? Have you been aware of those issues? I think uh, I've been increasingly aware of them over the last year. Um, I think in, in my previous job there was... Uh, some really healthy and open conversations about uh, about this, particularly with everything that was going on at the latter end of last year. Um, I was with uh, I did a year with the RSC last year, and they're very good at having um, open dialogues with the cast and and um, talking about sort of the hopes for the and for the future of the company. And so they it was a, it was a great place to be um, in in that sense because it's it's a it's a place that um, wants to do better and wants to reflect on itself in that way as a, as a company and say, how can we can we do better for increasing opportunities for women or giving women a stronger voice? And obviously, you know, within a Shakespeare play, it's, it's a tricky one. It's, mm-hmm. it's a hot, hot debate of um, how, yeah. how, how do we, you know, get more, more representation of gender and diversity within, within classical, classical pieces. So... So yes, yeah, so is it been an you know increase? I think I wasn't always aware, sort of aware, is it when I first started out? But it's sort of it's it's quite um, it's a big uh, it's a, a big it's a very important thing to me actually mm. at the moment. So it's been a great thing to play Remain um, and a woman with such character and such strength and such fearlessness um, in in a man's world. Um, and humour. She's and very humor. funny. She's very funny. And humour. Yeah, we loved her. Exactly. She's great. Oh, I'm really pleased. Thank you. Thanks very much. So looking ahead, now this is booking now. You can you can come and see this for, is it till next year, did I say? Yes. End of March, March. At, the, at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 2019. Yeah. Yes. Which is, when I mean, I have to say, go and see this play because <laughs> it's great. I absolutely loved it. Um, but let's... Well, I don't know. You may be there till March 2019. <laughs> but if, what, would be, what would be your dream role, both of you, oh, God. in the future? This question. Tricky oh. one, I know. <laughs> You go first, Harry. <laughs> I'd oh, I, that I'd pressing love to... part that you've always wanted to play. Do you know what? Right, I, I've I've always loved villains, mm-hmm. so it would be a villain. I'd I'd really I'd I'd like just as as a, a chance to play it uh, a villain without heart. Without a heart, yes, be- only because a through and through. Villain. In in you know um, in the, the the two pieces I've done so far, not that I'm saying I'm a villain in this one. Be careful. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, it's uh, there, there's always been. I love playing heart. I like I like crying. I like getting emotional. I like you do all that happy. very I like, well. I might thank say. you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I love doing it. Um, but it would be nice as well, just because, again, like I said, I've always wanted to do lots of different stuff just to try a villain, just a real, I can't say the word on air, but that kind of person, you know, someone mm-hmm. who you just, re- you know, you watch, for instance, here's an example, although he has got a slight bit of heart about him, you know what I mean, Walking Dead, the character of, of Negan, if you if you ever watched it, but there's, he's a, just a, like a, a real brutal animal, 
And mm -hmm. I, I, it's always interested me and, and the, the whole old gangster movies I've always loved. So I'd love to play, you know, like a Scorsese, Goodfellas remake or something. Right. Something so like you want to play a real hardcore nasty <laughs> Real one. nasty, yeah. Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy wants to play an angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bit, possibly a bit boring. I've always wanted to play Beatrice much to do about nothing. Like, I, I could see you doing that tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I, I did Well, not tomorrow because you're in... Are they casting or Minister something? Is that why no, you slipped that in there? No. Maybe I should have done right. that. And Hold who on would you like to play your Benedict? <laughs> who would I like to play my Benedict? Harry, Harry Reid. Hey! <laughs> Who could do that? Do you know what? I did that at uni. I played Don John. See, right, yeah. okay. I loved it. I'd, lo I'd do your Don John you if you could do, do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So if anyone's listening, yes. we'd like producing to producing that. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, I, I think that's, we're probably, we can eat our cakes now. I, I think we're probably... I, I did have the Rolo one during the chat. It you was, did? Did, I, did you? Yeah, I So are you going to move on to a Maltese one now? I kind of slowly just moved away and chewed. How did you get that in? You just put it, don't, Try don't, the no, 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 in one. That's the Malteser, that's going to crunch. You might as well go and buy a packet of Maltesers and buy some plain cakes. Harry <laughs> Reid and Lucy Phelps, thank you so much thank for you coming for having in us. to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very it. much. That was the Musicals and Theatre Podcast and if you enjoyed that, then why not subscribe? It's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. Thank you.